0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on February 2nd, 2023. This is Groundhog's Day in the United States of America. The tradition of the groundhog in Puksatani, Pennsylvania, coming out to see his shadow. If he sees the shadow, the superstition is you get six more weeks of winter. And uh, I was just listening to the news as I was preparing this news and views. And they reported that, indeed, the groundhog saw his shadow, so we get six more weeks of this awful weather that we've been having lately, at least in certain parts of the country. For those of you outside of the country, be grateful that you don't have a tradition called Groundhog's Day. We have some serious news uh, to talk about today. I just want to remind people that there's no vid chat tomorrow. The next vid chat will be on uh, Friday the 10th, and uh, that will be a week from tomorrow. So get your questions and comments ready. I'll be posting that this weekend. Now, we've all been subjected to the plan-scam-demic quack-scene narrative for quite some time follow the science and we were urged to go get jabbed with an experimental vaccine that had not been tested and now of course most of us are familiar with the stories making their rounds on the internet that there are adverse reactions to these things and they keep piling up and it's becoming quite difficult to ignore. However, The mainstream corporate uh, prop attainment media in this country, and predominantly throughout the rest of the West, continue to ignore these stories. And it's getting to the point that it's becoming very serious. I have two articles I want to talk about today. The second article in particular should give everybody pause. But the first article that I'm also linking, I also want to bring to your attention, because this is something you should follow. Um, you know, I recently suffered a heart attack, and many people say that it was due to my heavy smoking. Uh, I dispute that. I can certainly see how it would, but I don't think so. I think there may have been other causes, although I should also add, I am not and have no intention of ever being one of the uh, vaxxed in this case. But there's an article out titled, Renowned MIT Professor and Drug Safety Analytics Specialist Calls for Immediate Suspension of All mRNA COVID Vaccines. Now this is a very important story because you'll notice he's focusing on the mRNA vaccines. And the second story I want to talk about today is not focused just on the mRNA vaccines. But anyway, this story is by Jim Hoft. It was published on the 30th of January of this year. And I want to read just a few paragraphs from the beginning of this article to kind of set the context for the other article. So remember, this is about the mRNA uh, so-called vaccines. or And I, in all honesty, folks, I cannot call these things vaccines. Injections, I will call them. Quack scenes, I will call them. But they are not vaccines in any traditional sense of the word. And remember that during the uh, hype to, to get everybody jabbed, they went so far as to change the definition in dictionaries of what a vaccine was. Now, I have lots of problems with the whole vaccine agenda I have problems with a lot of the theory behind it and so on and so forth but I think the bottom line here with this story is it's becoming so obvious that this whole thing was a fantastic disaster it was an experiment run on human beings and people are dying because of this and other people were getting rich from it uh, and I'm sticking with my hypothesis that I've had all along, uh, that I voiced uh, with Catherine Austin Fitz when the, this whole thing began, that we're not even dealing with a a set of of standardized vaccines. We're dealing with several different in recipes, if you will, that they have tested on various populations around the world according to batch numbers. So this is why. I think you're looking at such a disparate uh, bunch of results and strange uh, adverse reactions in addition to all of this. They've committed not only an egregious crime, but they have done so also under another crime called fraud. So here we go. This is from the renowned professor and drug safety analytics specialist calling for an immediate suspension of all mRNA COVID vaccines article. Quote, the number of health professionals and experts calling for the immediate suspension of COVID mRNA vaccines is growing. And please remember, folks, the term vaccine here is not mine. It's the article. And yet governments still turn, still turn a blind eye to one of the most atrocious crimes against humanity. And by the way, this government leading the charge Late Sunday night, Professor Retsef Levy from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology warned about the risks associated with experimental mRNA COVID vaccines. Professor Levy has been a faculty member at MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts since 2006. MIT is one of the top private universities in Cambridge, Massachusetts It is ranked number one in QS World University rankings in 2023. Quote, I have more than 30 years of experience as a practitioner and an academic in using data and analytics to assess damage and manage risk, particularly in the context of health systems and health policies, as well as the management of safety and quality of manufacturing of biologic drugs unquote said levy levy claims that neither governments nor big pharmaceutical companies have been able to deliver on their efficacy claims it can be recalled that pfizer's president of international developed markets janine small admitted that the vaccine had never been tested on its ability to prevent transmission contrary to what was previously advertised. Levy added that the risks outweigh the benefits. Quote, I'm filming this video to share my strong conviction that at this point in time, all COVID mRNA vaccination programs should stop immediately. Unquote, he said. Continuing with his quotation, they should stop because they completely failed to fill any of their advertised promise regarding if efficacy and more importantly they should stop because of the mounting and indisputable evidence that they cause unprecedented levels of harm indi- including the death of young people and children unquote, he continued levy presented some damning information from a variety of studies showing that the vaccine is both unsafe and ineffective now that's the prelude to a much longer article a PDF article that I am also linking uh, for you so that you can read uh, for yourself uh, on this news and views this this PDF file is about nine pages when you print it out but folks this one really has me concerned because it confirms Something that a friend of mine who is a pilot incidentally told me That uh, I would say about a year ago as all of the hype was continuing for the the push for to get people jabbed and My friend noticed having listened to air traffic control Conversations that were being recorded and put up on YouTube that ever since the jabs came out the appeared to this pilot, and again this is entirely anecdotal, but I confirmed it by going and listening to a couple of these uh, links that, that my friend sent to me. My friend complained that the air traffic controllers, since the jabs were being forced on people in that industry, that air traffic controllers had increasingly become more or less incoherent in some of their conversation while they're on the radio with pilots that they're trying to guide. So I I mentioned this anecdotal bit of information as kind of additional background to what I'm about to read to you uh, by Dr. Joseph Mercola and an article titled, Why are the EKGs, the electrocardiograms of pilots no longer normal? And I want you to listen to this story very, very carefully. Uh, especially those of you who may be planning to fly pretty soon. You might want to either take the train or just drive yourself. The Federal Aviation Administration requires first-class airline pilots to receive an electrocardiogram starting at age 35 and continuing annually after age 40. EKGs record the heart's electrical activity to provide a measure of heart health and certain parameters must be met in order for pilots to be deemed fit to fly. On October 24, 2022, the FAA changed the electrocardiogram requirements necessary for pilots to fly, but not to make them safer. With no public announcement or explanation, The agency expanded the allowable range for the PR interval, a measure of heart function. Widening this parameter means those with potential heart damage, disease, or injuries are now allowed to fly commercial aircraft, potentially putting passengers at risk should they suffer a heart attack or other event while in the air. Why would the FAA make such a drastic and risky move without informing the public? Now, let me stop folks right there uh, because I know exactly what the test is that they're talking about because this was the test that was done on me after my heart attack. And they confirmed that, that my heart pumping efficiency had fallen drastically and rather suddenly. So in other words, this would be like the FAA had I, If I knew how to fly an airplane, which I certainly don't, but if I knew how to fly an airplane, it would be like the FAA say, go right ahead, Farrell. Uh, fly that 747 full of people, <laughs> you know. Uh, to me, this is just barmy, folks. But to get back to the article, I want you to pay very close attention now to what they're, what's actually being said in this article. Quote, on an electrocardiogram, A normal PR interval measures 0.12 to 0.2 seconds. If the PR interval is shorter or longer than this, it can be indicative of a problem. According to Steve Kirsch, executive director of the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation, the FAA widened the acceptable EKG parameters from a PR maximum of 0.2 to 0.3, and potentially even higher. He says, They didn't widen the range by a little. They widened it by a lot. It was done after the vaccine rollout. This is extraordinary. They did it hoping nobody would notice. It worked for a while nobody caught it but you can't hide these things for long. This is a tacit administration uh, admission, pardon me. This is a tacit admission from the US government that the COVID vaccine has damaged the hearts of our pilots. Not just a few pilots. A lot of pilots and a lot of damage. "unquote and back to the article, Kirsch gives five reasons why he's confident these widened parameters were necessary due to the widespread heart damage pilots and the U.S. public experienced due to the COVID-19 shots. According to Kirsch, quote, I believe it is because they knew if they kept the original range, too many pilots would have to be grounded. That would be extremely problematic. Commercial aviation in the U.S. would be severely disrupted and why did they do that quietly without notifying the public or the mainstream media? I'm pretty sure they won't tell me so I'll speculate. It's because they didn't want anyone to know. In other words, the COVID vaccine has seriously injured a lot of pilots and the FAA knows it and said nothing. Because that would tip off the country that the vaccines are unsafe. And you aren't allowed to do that, unquote. And, of course, there's another reason that they're trying to keep it quiet, and that's lawsuits, folks. Uh, if they're unsafe, and this was a big fraud perpetrated on the public, guess who loses their immunity from liability and guess who's also liable and uh, for promoting the narrative without critical investigation or equal time to the contrary science or contraindications in the science about the safety of these injections but continuing with the article Five factors suggest that Pilots' worsening heart health is due to COVID-19 shots and not COVID-19. As noted by Kirsch, they include, number one, the change in EKG parameters was made quietly. If it was COVID, you can be public, but the vaccine is supposed to be safe, number two. The timing of the change in October of 2022, which is later than it would have been if COVID-19 were to blame. Quote, if it was due to COVID, it would have happened well before now. They can make changes every month. Number three, the widespread injuries. The vaccine creates far more injury to the heart than covid for instance, an Israeli study of adults who did not get a COVID-19 shot but did get COVID-19 found the infection was not associated with myocarditis or pericarditis. Number four, anecdotal reports from cardiologists about heart damage began post-shot. And finally, number five, many sudden deaths have been reported post shot. And of course that's true folks we we've, we've probably all familiar at least on this website with the stories of athletes around the world soccer players in Europe and so on or more recently in this country the uh, Buffalo Bills football player collapsing On the field and and the unspoken reason is we what we all know and of course the the prop attainment media is trying to push this all as simply coincidence well the problem is there there are so many of these coincidences occurring now that actuarially and statistically it's no longer coincidence so it's it's becoming a a real problem but here's the clincher from this article And I do want to uh, read several paragraphs from this part of, of Dr. Mercola's article because there's something that he's not saying here that I want people to think about. Quote, in May of 2022, the Epoch Times recorded... Pardon me. reported the case of Robert Snow, a pilot for American Airlines with 31 years of experience flying commercially and seven years as a pilot in the U.S. Air Force. Snow does not have coronary disease, but he suffered a cardiac arrest about six minutes after landing a plane. He flew from Denver to Dallas-Fort Worth. According to the news outlet, he believes that his cardiac arrest is connected to the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine he was forced to take in order to keep his job on November 4, 2021, even though he already had natural immunity from previously contracting the virus. Now, let me stop, folks, and point out that the Johnson & Johnson injection was not, supposedly, one of these mRNA vaccine. Uh, things that have been causing so many of the other adverse reactions. So in other words, this was yet another one of these madly rushed vaccines that was put out there that was not based on, on the mRNA. But anyway, he still suffers an adverse reaction. So you have to wonder, what are the ingredients in these vaccines? Really, come on. Now, continuing... He's not the only one with that suspicion. Snow told the Epoch Times, now this is the pilot himself, quote, I would just tell you that there are other pilots out there that have had concerns, not just pilots, listen carefully, my friends, not just pilots, but also because it was an employee mandate. So we have flight attendants, We have mechanics, we have dispatchers, we have gate agents, you name it. And I would add to that, my friends, air traffic controllers. Continuing with Snow's statement, quote, Of course, for pilots, we consider that a safety-sensitive job, so we're a little bit more concerned from the standpoint of aviation safety. But yes, I have received calls from other pilots and other communications stating that they have concerns, but because of the nature of this, they're afraid to come forward." Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist, internist, and epidemiologist, and the chief science officer of the Wellness Company. He also is one of the most published cardiologists in America, with over 1,000 publications and 660 citations in the National Library of Medicine, and is a recipient of the Simon Dack Award Award from the American College of Cardiology and the International Vincenza Award in critical care nephrology for his scholarship and research. He told the Epoch Times that there is no other explanation for Snow's cardiac arrest. The mRNA pattern is consistent. Indeed, it may have been a vaccine-induced myocarditis. McCullough also spoke with Joshua Yoder an airline pilot and co-founder of U.S. Freedom Flyers, which formed, was formed to help pilots and other transportation industry employees oppose federal shot mandates. Yoder's group has received hundreds of reports from pilots who have suffered adverse events from COVID-19 shots, including chest pains, myocarditis, and pericarditis. McCullough told Yoder that if every pilot who received a COVID-19 shot received a health screening, about 30% would fail due to shot-induced injuries. McCullough, along with pathologist Dr. Ryan Cole, Robert Kennedy Jr., and others, sent a letter to the FAA on December 15, 2021, calling on the agency to medically flag all pilots who received a COVID-19 shot and within four weeks have them undergo thorough medical reexaminations, to include D-dimer tests to check for blood clotting problems, troponin tests to check for troponin in the blood, which is a protein released when the heart muscle has been damaged, EKG an- analysis to check electrical signals, that determine cardiac health, cardiac MRI, and a PULS test to determine heart health. And I'm going to end this lengthy read of this article. And again, folks, I'll link it for you so that you can read it yourself. I'm going to end it with the following. Quote, On January 21st, 2023, Stephen Kirsch spoke with the FAA's Federal Air Surgeon, Dr. Susan Northrup. She said she was aware of Snow's case, but no one from the FAA had reached out to investigate the near-miss tragedy. Kirsch also emailed Northrup the names and contact information for several shot-injured pilots. Further, he noted, quote, More importantly, in that email, I also invited her to host a public roundtable at the FAA, inviting people on both sides of the safe and effective narrative so that the FAA could learn the truth. I just talked to Senator Ron Johnson, and I can assure you that he'd be delighted to help her assemble a roundtable of doctors on both sides of the narrative to brief top FAA officials on the risks of these vaccines. And I offered to publish her revised statement to the public so we can get the truth out that the vaccines are not safe and are disabling pilots. Here's the kicker. The corruption at the FAA runs deep. Did you know that nobody at the FAA has ever called Bob Snow? How can the FAA investigate this incident without ever even talking to the pilot? And that's it, folks. I'm gonna—I'm just gonna let you let that percolate while they scream at you uh, for being an anti-vaxxer or for not following the science. Well, statistics is a science too, folks, uh, and it's a much better one than the Mickey Mouse we saw with Operation Warp Speed and Dr. Fausti. Uh, this is a very, very serious development, folks, because basically the, the mandates mean that a considerable portion of the air industry, the, the commercial airline industry, from pilots to, please remember what the pilot Snow himself said, pilots, mechanics, the people fixing the engines, and so on, have been uh, subjected to these, these quack scene mandates and now are paying for it with their health. Folks, big pharma needs to be held really accountable and so do all the people that pushed these injections. And I'm talking about the billionaire busybodies that made a fortune off of the stocks and selling this whole scam. Uh, they need to be criminally indicted so that's it for the sad news for the day for the news and views but I wanted you to be aware of these developments because I know a lot of you travel a lot of you fly uh, i I'd, I'd give it serious <laughs> serious thinking if you can if you can avoid taking that mode of transportation drive and if you are going overseas, take a ship. <laughs> you know, at this point, it could be rather iffy. And I, I have a feeling that we're just watching the bare beginnings of a disaster. And we need to remember who was responsible for Operation Warp Speed as well. So that's it for my news and views uh, from the Nefarium on Groundhog Day, February 2nd, 2023. We'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye and God bless.